0: This is Computer Talk with TAB, hosted by Eric Semmel of TAB Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnan. He's one of the employee owners of TAB. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. We're here till 11 o'clock as usual. And uh, three lines open for you. So you got already have folks that are calling in early, which is great. So get online mm-hmm. early. We like that. 860-522-9842, As the big voice said, interact by phone, and it kind of tickled me. Like, how else were you going to interact <laughs> <laughs> on a radio show? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe there'll be something in the future, but uh, for now, interact by phone is eight six zero five two two. W T I C is the number uh, from anywhere. You know, if you use your cell phone, it shouldn't incur any kind of. Costs, so we're happy to hear from you. So, so Dennis, as usual and customary. Oh, well, by the way, we're also not broadcasting. Still on the Facebook page, you know. Odyssey's figuring out. You know, we're not a for, we don't we're not formal employees. We come in and just do this for free. Uh, we don't, you know. So, uh, but we're not Odyssey employees, so they can't give us a login anymore to be able to broadcast our Facebook live post. They're working on it. Hopefully, somebody up there will make an exception and get, so we can get that going again for you. But until then, we are not. Um, but as usual and customary, what do you got there, Dennis, for technology news?
1: Well, we've got what is has turned out to be an old story. Uh, yeah. One of the uh, big uh, credit monitoring agencies, uh, everybody's favorite one, known for breaches all over the place, Experian, mm-hmm. is still prone to uh, allowing people to impersonate other people to get control of their credit records. Right. And... This has been, this is something that, uh, Brian Krebs, uh, just had an article about this week, but he's talked about it in the past. I, I can think of at least three times where he's talked about this. So this is number four and it might be even more than that. Oh yeah. And I can tell you it's more than that. He (laughs) just, well, yeah, I completely believe it. (laughs) He completely describes the manner in which this operates. Right. And he's done that before. So it's not like Experian doesn't know right. how this is done. right, And they still make this possible. It's and, and they don't do anything to make it any different. I mean, they'll they'll move things around. They'll change a few web forms here and there. So things are a little cosmetically different. Right. But the procedure is more or less the same as it was several years ago when people were doing it. And when he first started writing
0: about it. I mean, literally, people can take over your credit and actually yeah. unfreeze your credit they, once they are in or your account. they can account, freeze they can your see credit, it, or they can freeze it, right? And, and then, and then, maybe
1: extort money from you to unfreeze it. Who knows? I yeah. mean, it, the the nefarious
0: uses for this are are chilling. It's crazy. This, if you look at the article, and we'll post it out there for Krebs on Security. He does a tremendous job explaining these things. Uh, this goes. He's got articles that go back to the year twenty thirteen where Experian sold customer data to ID theft service. Thanks, Experian. Experian lapses lapses allowed ID theft service to access 200 million customer records. That was 2014. Thanks, Experian. Experian hit with class action over ID theft service. Uh, At Experian, security attrition amid acquisitions. This is 2015 now. Experian breach tied to New York, <laughs> New Jersey ID theft ring. This is 2015 again. Experian breach affected 15 million customers. 2017, Experian site can give anyone your credit freeze pin. And now, and then 2022, class action targets Experian over account security. And now here we are, 2023, talking about it again. <laughs> the reason this is crazy, besides the fact that it's crazy, that this company is even allowed to continue to operate. But FTC is pushing down hard on car dealerships and accounting firms and financial planners where you have to do all this. You have a whole framework now for those folks who, if you have more than 5,000 accounts, um, you need to increase your security. Two-factor authentication, screen timeouts, all the things that you would kind of – it's kind of nisty a little bit, um, but it's a – it's again it's a framework that says if you don't do this the FTC is going to come down hard on you how has the FTC not commented on this
1: i I don't get it right I honestly don't get it um why doesn't the matter of fact if the FTC won't do the job maybe some other federal agency could like I don't know. uh Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: There's other. There's plenty of a- get ABC agencies. Get somebody on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, I know. I see their ads talking about getting the Experian boost, but yeesh, I don't know why, oh. why I want that. <laughs> um, but Ur. we'll put the link up here. You can read all about it. But you, you, we're all working so hard to protect our identity. These companies are a yeah. key factor in our identity, and you can right. go ahead and hack somebody's account.
1: Right, and Tab is involved in, in helping some businesses do that right now. We're, right. we're helping them out with it. Right. So we're doing the work of securing their stuff. Right. And Experian won't, can't be bothered. No. It's terrible.
0: It is terrible. We'll put the link up there for you guys to read all about it. Speaking of terrible, I couldn't believe it when I read this one. This comes from our favorite uh, blogger across the pond there, The Register, uh, IT News here. Adobe sells fake AI-generated Israel Hamas war images. What? Yep. And then on top of that, our sparkling news folks go ahead and run them as real. Oh, no. Whoa. So AI generated, you know, images of cars burning and smoke billowing and destruction. It's all AI. It's all fake. It's not real. And then, of course, the uh, news media is just you know, a little lazy as far – a little lazy uh, – to actually see if it's real or not, and they run these ad, these actual images as real for folks. Um, come on, guys. Well, man, well
1: I mean, good. hey, in fairness to some of the media agencies, a lot of them don't have a presence in Gaza, so they wouldn't have any direct way of verifying any of the pictures. They just are taking the fact that it's for sale in Adobe's collective right. as – you know, you know yeah, they've got a, they've got a subscription to Adobe. We'll run it. <laughs> yeah, I mean they'll take it and yeah. run it, and it does cost the money, um, right? To do that, right? But Adobe is really, for me, chiefly responsible for this fraud, right? And so,
0: fraud is what it is, exactly. So we'll put a link up here for you guys, so you can't really now with AI you can do some amazing things as far as even with with graphics, it's really truly amazing. Um, so be aware that what you're looking at may not quite be what you're looking at and uh, the creators can make 33 cents to 26 dollars every time their image is licensed so if you're a if you're a graphic artist and you're looking to generate these types of images you're heav- heavily motivated to do so right so you know who needs real when you've got AI <laughs> we'll put a link up there for you guys to read about that what else you got there, Dennis? Well, I've got another
1: story about the most common passwords Oh in the yeah! World. Every once in a while, somebody... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, you know, some authority uh, will come out with um, a list of passwords yeah. um, that they've picked up and, mm-hmm. you know, they're... A lot of them are obviously stupid, which is why right. we ask people what their password is right. and make jokes about ice cream. Right. Uh, this is this actually comes from NordPass that has their password management tool, mm-hmm. and they've determined that um, out of the 200 most common passwords, yeah, almost none of them are actually very secure. Right. Uh, there is one that's pretty darn secure. But it and it's and weird though. It's the world in your hand. Oh. All together. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking of the other one yeah, that yeah, we sorry. were talking about too. Uh, yeah, that one that one apparently if you were to try to brute force that password. Yeah. You're you know, you're you're a you're a criminal trying to break into an account with it. Uh it would take you years to do that. So you're saying with the that world password, the world in your hand. The world in your hand.
0: Okay, but we would not advocate you guys use that password. No, no, no,
1: because it's all it's on this list now. Right. So what is it, what is one of the first things people are going to do is right. use
0: that? Well, then again, of course, if you add an exclamation point, you're you're good.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> but it is the number one seventy three most common password that they had. The world in your hand. It, yeah. That's now there do. is another password that's actually used by over seventy five thousand people. In this study, in this particular study, yes, it's Eliska eighty one with a capital E at the front and the, the it's S K, right? Not S
0: C in there. And I was curious about that. And the only thing I can find is like it seems to be like a Eastern European woman's name, right? Like maybe, you know, maybe there it's like equivalent to like Bo Derek or something <laughs> like that of the seventies. I don't know. Yeah, it, but why it, would seventy five thousand people have the same password? seventy
1: five thousand people have that password and it's that name? associated with the numbers eight one right what is that? i don't know Just bizarre. it's <laughs> just bizarre but of course we have one two three four five six we yeah, have yeah. password we yeah. have password with at sign and a zero yeah. i mean all that stuff stop using these things right and when somebody's
0: when somebody tells you your <laughs> passwords on the dark web it is because this is it's information there. that's out there so uh if you are using a password that simple, don't use the same simple password on every site you go to. So, when you're using your password of 123456 on, on your on your financial planning site, then make sure you use 1234567 on your bank account, um, because they'll never guess that. They'll no, never guess they'll that. never ah, get to that. Come on, peoples. Um, if you turn on two-factor authentication, even a dumb password is going to be more protected than, True. than in the old days, so there's a benefit there. But those are also things that are hackable. Right. now speaking of hackable before we go to a break we're going to have uh, special Agent Connor Phoenix on next Saturday after Thanksgiving um, he's going to come back and talk more about some of the cyber scams that are out there the FBI is dealing with and trying to pr- protect us from if you would like to have a question answered by uh, Special Agent Phoenix please send it in an email between now and Saturday to get help at tabinc.com. so if you have a FBI level cyber, crime question for our uh, special agent, Connor Phoenix, he'll be happy to try to answer the question. So send it over to gethelp at tabinc.com and we'll make sure uh, special agent Phoenix gets it to, we'll get it to him. Now, if you want us to obfuscate your email because you're embarrassed, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just send the question. Because um, you you know, you know, we, we, we wouldn't want Connor to set up a file on you. Just yeah. kidding, just kidding. <laughs> 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 but he'll be joining us uh, next Saturday to answer more stuff about cybercrime and again we we need these folks because yeah. you you know probably this stuff he hasn't told us we we just are make my actually I don't have much hair left but it would make it, it would make it curl. <laughs> so keep that in mind. So we're going to st- step out for a quick break. We got one line open for you. You guys are all woken up this morning. 860-522-9842 is the number. Stefan Jay, and Jim hang on we'll be right back.
2: Double, gobble, one. are
0: back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11 o'clock and all the lines are jammed up. But I want to tell you really quick, um, Tab is partnering with uh, the Salvation Army and and WTIC uh, to try to to help families in need. So uh, if you want to be part of that with us, um, it's all part of the whole holiday store uh, extravaganza that's been going on here for 34 years at WTIC. We have a link where you can actually contribute and uh, you know, As far as a being a Computer Talk fan or listener or or friend, however you'd like to look at it, um, we'd love to have you guys contribute and help the Salvation Army uh, with its mission to help folks who are in need this season. So the link will go up now, and I'll put it over there to Computer Talk and over on the Facebook uh, uh, group there if you'd like to check it out and you'd like to donate. That would be awesome. We do appreciate it, and thank you in advance. Let's go to your calls. You're going to go to Stefan first. In New Britain, what's happening, Stefan?
3: Good morning. Um Thank thanks for the experience and the AI update.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why
3: do I think I'm living in
0: 1984. I
3: know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's anyway, crazy. uh to business. Yes. Uh I talked to you several months ago about getting the Belkin USB C uh ethernet uh adapter yeah. for my router. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, um I'm actually wondering: Do I really need it? And it's USB C to Thunderbolt three. I have Thunderbolt. Hmm. Will this work? It's Thunderbolt three is a lot, lot faster,
0: right? Yeah, but it should be. Most cables are downward. Yeah, it should be. It should step
1: down. Yeah, it should. (laughs) I I, I don't see why it wouldn't. To be
0: honest with you. I'll go with Dennis's opinion.
3: <laughs> and, I, and I'm wondering if I, if I really need to have this to update my router.
1: Updating your router should happen if, through the router. Right. You its. should do it right from its
0: interface. You shouldn't need hardware to do it. Yeah. So, so the, that's, that's can I'm you thinking. can you ping the gateway of your router, which typically is 192.168.1.1? You look at your right. if you do IP config, it'll tell you what your gateway IP address is. Often routers use 192.168.1.1. They may not, but often they do. Zero 01 is pretty common too there now. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Not so hooked
3: up right now. But okay.
0: Well, if you uh, get when you're get internet, do an IP config in within your within your a DOS command on your computer and see what the gateway IP address is. Your gateway is the gateway to the internet, and that's the device called your router. So you should be able to then go on your browser, put the put that IP address in, and it should bring up a, a GUI, as we call it. Right, Dennis? GUI, right. that's it. Yeah. So, Graphic user interface. So it's a nice, pretty thing for you to log into, and then you would be able to administer your, your router. But I would just tell you to check the box on the router that says do automatic updates, and that way you don't even have to worry yeah. about it.
3: Yeah. Anyways, um, also, next question. Uh, can I... Format a thumb drive, right? I should be able to do that. Absolutely, you can. I, I, no, no, no. A partition a thumb drive. You probably uh, can do that, too.
1: Yeah, you could do that in the computer management tool in Windows.
3: Oh, okay. What? Because um, I, I just discovered that I have USB 3 on my uh, new uh, computer. And I bought USB two thumb drives on sale, and um I need to use them for sewing samples for music, mm-hmm. and I wanted to partition them so I could do that i I also bought like a terabyte hard drive for doing that, but I'd like to see if I could do it on this first.
0: Well, I would ask you one thing you probably could, but why wouldn't you just use folders what is What is the desire to hard partition it?
3: Uh, just so if some data gets corrupted because I'd be downloading the samples from the website and yeah. if something goes wrong. So just use folders?
0: Yeah, just make a folder and, and say, you know, you've got your real music that you use all the time and you've got your samples and then just download it into the sample folder. To go through all the headache okay. of partitioning a drive is probably not worth it. I would just use folders. I always think of thumb drives as temporary storage, anyways.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. It sounds like a lot of work just to not really get much out of it, to be honest with you. Sometimes the cure is not. Yeah, and I don't think partitioning it uh, in the name of trying to keep one corruption from breaking something else, I don't think that's going to really help you. No. I think the most likely problem you're going to have with a USB drive. Is that, you know, it gets a little beat up and it just doesn't work entirely. Um, you're not very likely to run into an instance where you copy a file to it and then f- copying that file corrupts another one that's already there. Right. Um, it, the, the real problem is that you're going to take it out of your pocket someday and it flips out onto the floor, hits the floor, and then it doesn't read again. Mm-hmm. That is the real problem. And partitioning it doesn't. Do anything for you for that.
0: Nope.
3: Okay, I I just thought I'd ask you. Yeah, that's why we're here. Rush all the time and your bumper music. Yeah. Uh, you guys are Rush geeks, right?
0: I am. I don't know about Dennis. I can't speak (laughs) for Dennis. I love Rush. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Always have.
3: Do you know Geddy Lee's full real name?
0: Do I know his full real name? I do not. I don't either. I'm sorry.
3: Gary Lee Wine Ride.
1: Huh. Oh, okay. I think Getty Lee's Isn't cooler. He- <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: The reason he's called Getty is because his grandmother would pronounce Gary with a heavy accent.
1: Oh, uh, that cool. makes sense. Hey, thanks, so, Stefan. A little more, a little so more rush for Gary me. is Getty. 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 Yeah. Getty. yeah.
3: Well, well, they, they were Jews from Poland and and they escaped the Holocaust.
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah. And
3: war, yep. they. Settled
1: in uh, Canada. Canada, yeah.
3: And with her heavy accent, that Gary came out giddy. Awesome.
0: Giddy. Yeah. That's, that's, a neat, that's a neat little tidbit, <laughs> step I appreciate it, man. Have a, have a great Thanksgiving, kid. Right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to step out for a break here, but uh, hang on, guys. Jay, Jim, and David, and John will be here for you after the news, so stick around for that. Everything we've talked about has been posted over at Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back.
4: Thank God for this Thanksgiving
0: Day. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're all getting uh, ready for Thanksgiving. Getting ready, Dennis? Oh, definitely. Going to make some getting fresh all, bread?
1: Uh, well, not this year. No? I'm doing something else. Uh-oh, it sounds like it's a... Uh, baked brie. Baked brie. Baked Brie. Wow, that's a stinky cheese, with man. With different kinds of, <laughs> yeah, but it's good. And I'm going to put different kinds of ingredients in them. So there's going to be four different varieties, and they're all going to be little nuggets
0: that you can have. You can just baked brie nuggets. Uh huh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All right. Can I, can I come over? <laughs> Trust me, it's going to be good. <laughs> I'm sure it is. All right, let's get to your calls here. And baked brie. I didn't think that was going to come out of your mouth. Let's go to uh, Jay in Norwalk with his question. What's happening, Jay?
2: Good morning, guys. Good Look, morning. I need a little help. Yeah. Yep. I, it's related to computers in a way I own a small business yep, and my website is giving us problems. It's not the guy who installed or did this website for me about 10 years ago. Uh, you know, he is not in contact with me as much and I yeah. really, I'm having a problem. Um, just, I want to update the website all in general. Mm-hmm. And, um, I want to know, I want to pick your brain because I'm not involved with this that much. Uh, how much is a website going for it and, and who should I look for mm. to an update or get a new website to maybe uh, get my business a little bit more in contact with, you know, needs of people? I, I don't want to talk about what type of business I am, yeah, but sure. I, I want to, like, get in front of people. I want to get, uh, you know, Google's always contacting me and saying you're getting a, a lot of hits and all that, but it appears to me my website is 10 years old. Mm-hmm. It looks like a 10 year old website. Yeah. And I, I did go to Gold Daddy and Gold Daddy said, We'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted to pick your brains and see what you guys would give me some some pointers of what to look for and what, what the cost would be on getting a new website.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's kind of the holy grail because even we are having, you know, we always have issues even with websites. Uh, we get this question kind of a lot and we do recommend a. A particular developer in Connecticut um, to help with designing websites, but as far as cost goes, it really comes down to how much time and energy and how complex your site's going to be. So there's really yeah. no rule of thumb there. Um, getting in front of people again, that's kind of the holy grail. If you can find that perfect, you know, search engine marketing where you pick the perfect uh, words that relate to your, you know, your business. Like if you're selling blueberries, you want to make sure you're doing, you know, your search engine marketing is going to always have blueberries in the in the search, so I'll find your Blueberry site instantly, right, if uh, if you're searching Blueberries. And, of course, you need to have proper configuration of your site itself um, with the proper words within it so that Google lists it.
1: Right. Um, uh, what I was going to say is um, you also got to think about um, whether you're actually going to be selling product on the website. Right. Are you going to need e-commerce linkage, as it were, right. um, or is it is simply an informational site? You know, to tell you, tell people where you are, what your hours are, stuff like that. Maybe provide your email address if they want to contact you that way. Um, One thing that you've got to do, and it sounds like you've done it uh, because Google has already contacted you. You want to get control of your own business's listing on Google. Mm -hmm. You also want to go and do the same thing on Bing um, Mm -hmm. because they're kind of, they're actually kind of a big player with that. Yeah. Um, they are linked up with Facebook. So if somebody looks for you on Facebook, Hmm. if they don't have any information about your business, otherwise it'll come from bang. Um, and of course you also want to have your business's Facebook page too.
0: It's more of a marketing thing than a, than an it thing here. And again, we're not, we're not perfect experts at that either. We're all trying to figure out the way to get our information in front of people. Right. Um, and we use you know, different mediums to get that out versus of the website. We use uh, referral and we use radio and television versus relying on the website um, to generate that. So it's, I'm not sure we're answering your question at all because, again, you really need a, a marketing expert to look at your type of business. Yeah. And web developers are not always marketing experts, right? You know, A web developer can design a website, but is it going to be an effective marketing tool? I would say you'd want to work with a marketer. Um, that is good at what they do. And there's tons of marketing companies in Connecticut. Um, it all depends on what your scope is, Jay. Are you a, you know, multi-million dollar business or are you a small mom and pop? What what kind of budget do you have?
2: You know, um, I'm not trying to boast, but, you know, I past 10 years, I've, I've reached a couple of million dollars. No, and, it's okay. Uh, Boasting yeah. is good. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah, you should celebrate it, that.
2: It's okay. I mean, I, I'm you know, I'm, I have a couple of people working for me. and Yeah but I really want to hit that market because I, I think I'm missing it um, right. because I'm not in front of my website every day. I do like to touch up my website if it's possible yeah. to update new information. Um, but also you are right. I might need to reach out to a marketing professional to, to give me some more guidance on, on marketing my business out to the, you yeah. know, the, as you know radio is great you know for people like us we always listen to radio yeah but i'm trying to reach that that crowd that does not listen to the radio yeah they're more involved sure. with their their iphones and you know they're they're looking at information through their phones not listening to the radio or Correct. even watching tv anymore
0: right so who
2: watches tv anymore everybody's watching you know shows from 20 years ago and Yep. So again, they're in it on their phones. So, so I want to see if I can
0: reach. Yep. Yeah. So real quick, there's a you can do some. Um, Google has an actual learning area that actually will help you learn to be a search engine marketer. So you can actually see how their ads would work if you do search engine marketing within Google Search. And I just can't think of it. It's some sort of like it's a it's a we'll find it. It's a Google Learning thing where you can actually earn credits to even be a expert at at these things and then offer your expertise. As to what search engine marketing is, but you should do some YouTubes on search engine marketing. You should do some of that stuff because, to your point, you're right. You're going to find out where these folks are. And OTP marketing, digital marketing, you know, Odyssey app we have here is going to bring in streaming um, ads because people are podcasting. They're not listening to us live all the time. They're listening to our podcast, and our podcast is one of the more downloaded podcasts here at the station. So that could be, you could be listening to us. In Los Angeles, and you're going to get an ad. It's a local Los Angeles ad versus a Connecticut ad because of all the technology that's involved. So, finding we can find people more easily now than ever. To the point where I, there's marketing out there where I can actually market to 45 year old uh, women who uh, have poodles and uh, like to drink white wine. <laughs> uh, just giving you, you can actually target it so specifically. Um, that you can actually, if you know who your customers are, you could actually do marketing specifically to them, and not not waste the marketing on shooting it out in, in the in the concept of a broadcast, right? In this case, it's a broadcast. So we're we're literally chucking our message out there and hoping somebody has a need, versus actually going after that person you know has a need. Um, it's just that they didn't, they're not out of white wine yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna reach out to a marketer out yeah. there. I'm gonna look through some yeah. look. You know, and Google's still. I get a lot of you know you get those robotic calls all the time from Google. Hey, look here, update your listings and something. Like yeah. I don't trust that. I don't either. I, you know, and yeah. to get and to get in touch with Google and actually pick up the phone and I'm a type of person I like to speak to someone on the phone. Yeah. I don't want to be texting or emailing back. I want to speak to someone. And then when they start reaching out to me, I don't know who am I speaking to. Right. So I rather you know. Pick up the phone and call Google or call so and so, so I know when I'm reaching the person I'm actually talking to, right. because I reached out to them, not that they reach out to me.
0: So believe it or not, not to to WTI's horn, but that this is what these types of companies do. You could reach out to a company like WTIC or the Odyssey folks, and they would help you on the marketing side. They would help you. They could help you with email marketing, website. They could help you with. Uh, uh, all the things we talked about as far as digital marketing, search engine marketing. They can do all that. All these companies that are old legacy are just as on top of things when it comes to all the other things that, are, that you're trying to do based on all the things you listed as far as where people are. So you could always start yeah. with the locals, and they'll, most of them will give you that information kind of for free. They'll kind of show you the markets that are out there and what you can do. So I would tell you to reach out to uh, Kathy Brown here at WTIC.
2: I'll reach out to her. Um, I'll reach out to her on Monday. Sounds good. And look, I thank you so much. You guys have a great show.
0: Thanks, Jay. Good luck Thanks. with it.
2: And have a have a great holiday.
0: Yeah, you too. Bye bye. All right, bye bye. In the old days when we started this program, you know, I want to I want to start a website. You would go to a geek, right? <laughs> right. You wouldn't think marketer. This is, yeah,
1: this is the kind of thing that's just. It's bigger than that. It's now. much bigger than that, and it it.
0: it it embraces lots of disciplines. Yeah, and we're not experts the, because I s- our website needs some updating ourselves, especially yeah. our mobile site. We, we and it's an, it's a constant battle, <laughs> I'll tell you. It, the The computational part of building a business website is yeah. only a
1: fraction of what it takes to build a good one. Yeah. So
0: I would tell you, don't talk to the geeks. Talk to the marketers. Yeah. Let's go. I guess we can do another call right there. Yeah, we'll do one more. Uh, we're gonna go to Jim in Summers. Let's go to what's going on, Jim.
4: Hey, good morning. Um, quick question for you. I, I like uh, cable companies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they give you the option of either you know watching cable in your house with one of their boxes, right? Or you can download the app and and watch it um, yeah. like kind of third TV in another bedroom. Yeah. Um, problem I'm having, and hopefully you guys know how they tell the difference. And at, at, so we have a place in Florida, but we can watch free cable up here. Yeah. Um, but it won't let me watch certain stations on like Apple TV or Fire TV. Yeah. Um, but I can watch them on my iPhone or iPad using the same Wi-Fi. Isn't that so weird? Basically, my question is, how do they know <laughs> if I'm streaming from a TV <laughs> or how do they know the difference between that and my iPad? Because Going they,
0: through they know. A, a Wi-Fi. They know. Uh, trust me, it's frustrating. I have the same scenario for me. Um, you Like YouTube TV, they want to know your zip code, and you actually put it in the config. So when I'm watching down in Florida, I can't get the local stations to watch a, maybe a Red Sox game I want to watch or a football game that I would get up here. I can't watch it down there because of the zip code. I can go online and change the zip code, which I have done, and it's a big pain. you got to keep telling them, hey, I'm down here, I'm down here, I want to watch it down here. Um <laughs> and sometimes you can try to fake it out by using VPNs um but for yeah, some Yeah, I was thinking about doing that. Yeah, you can it depends on how good you you are at it to try to obfuscate where you are. Um for some reason the the smartphones do seem to allow for the broadcast and and unfortunately you can't chuck it, you can't cast it. I haven't been able to. At least no, there. and I
4: can't mirror it on my TV. Yeah. Like I like I can mirror it from like- my iPad to my uh, Apple TV, yeah, and I can do that. But when I go for that station, it won't let me do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that they, they've
0: got that locked down. Yeah, it's it's. How called, do they know the it's geo, between, It's geo fencing. Uh, they know based on your IP address, Jim. So when you're yeah. logged in, they're like, "Oh, Jim's pinging over here. Wait a minute, he's pinging down there. I can't let this guy see this <laughs> that, that station up there." No,
4: so then you got to download the app. And watch it on the app, you right. know, what's your cable TV subscriber information? Right. Okay, sign in, then you go to the app. So I don't understand what the difference is. What, what do they care if you're download if you're watching it from their app right. or whether you're watching it from uh, fire TV on the cable TV's
0: website. It has to do with how they're selling the ads. And yeah. Yeah, how they're selling the yeah. ads and how they're getting compensated and how they're yeah. paying for the content, I think too. Right. Yeah, yeah so, they, may, right. they may have it licensed only for certain things. Once I have a good solution, a simple one that I've <laughs> decided to try to bother oh, with. I'll
4: give you my phone number <laughs> offline and uh, you can call. <laughs>
0: the VPN is the way to go. You yeah. want to obfuscate <laughs> what you're doing, but it's just there's, the apps are pretty smart. Um, they're getting smarter and smarter. So Just roll, right. roll with oh. the punches and watch the Florida stations, Jim. Yeah, Have a good day. Yeah, thanks, Tech. Thank will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Man, I wish it was easy to defeat it because it's frustrating. Oh, yeah. So frustrating. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We're going to step out for a quick break. David and John, hang on. We'll be right back.
3: Grateful for each hand we hold Gathered round this table From far and near we try
0: we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. A couple lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. Other thing that popped into my mind after that last caller as far as trying to get your your content in a different spot is the advertisers really are the reason you're even getting the content, right? And if the adver- if the advertisers in Florida are having you get ads from Connecticut, they're going to be a little upset. Right. right? And And the advertisers in Connecticut are going to be upset because- they're like, hey, you're in Florida. I don't want you to be looking at my ad. You can't go and yeah. get a coffee up here. So that's one of the primary reasons. They're right. Not, they're not doing it just to mess with you. True. So, all right, let's go to your calls again. We're going to go to David in Vernon next. What's happening, David? Oh, da- oh you there, David? I don't hear you. Hmm. Maybe I push it again. Not my fault, David. I think I, I didn't push it the right amount of buttons here. Go ahead, David. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good, sir. How are you? Good. Question. I just bought a a, a, a Galaxy,
2: I think it's an A6 tablet. Nice. And it didn't come with Microsoft.
0: Right, right.
2: So they want me, my understanding, my options are I can do a subscription. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Or somebody sent me a link that I can buy a package out of uh, Europe and they'll have their codes and stuff, and then I—it's a one-time purchase, and I don't have to do anything with it.
0: So, I, what are your thoughts? A European office suite? I don't know right. that I'd go there, but what are you yeah. thinking there, Dennis?
1: Well, I'm thinking it's—it's it's a Galaxy tablet, right? Android operating, right? System. And the—the the Android office apps are free. So and that's go.
4: What I thought I had on my last one.
1: Yeah, go to the go to the uh, Google Play Store. Uh, or the Samsung store, I think they're in in that also, mm-hmm. um, and just download Word, Excel, uh, PowerPoint, whichever of those you want.
0: I didn't know they're for free. Why would they do that? That seems kind of... Oh, they want to get you hooked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they want to show they, w- that they want they want the reach into your pocket. Yeah, eventually, uh, well, on your smartphone or in your tablet too. Yeah, but um, they're free, huh? Yeah, and and I think part of the presumption is that people aren't doing a lot of business work on. A tablet. Devices like that. So they don't really believe that there is an economic
0: engine in it, so they don't charge for it. Interesting. That's just my own theory. Yeah. So go ahead, David. Download them, man. I I wouldn't go to the European solution. (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs) So Play Store, just tell me who again and what you thought it was.
0: Play Store or the Samsung store. Yeah, either one. But we can...
2: Type in
3: Word or Office Suite? Or...
1: Yeah, we, we can post a link uh, for you to go to that will kind of guide you on it. There okay. is one app called Microsoft 365, which I think theoretically it will allow you to do any of the Word or Excel or PowerPoint functions. Mm-hmm. And it might actually install the app for you if you can counter one of those files. So it's one place to go to get them all, effectively. But you
0: don't think three sixty five is going to want a payment?
1: Yeah, they're probably going to be asking them for money. Yeah, yeah. So don't do don't do that because <laughs> Dennis just told us it was free. I don't I don't know about it. That. Is it right, is so. literally? I mean i I've got Word and Excel on my phone. Yeah. and I haven't paid for that. No, no, no. So
0: <laughs> so going, I would tell you to look at it individually because anything three sixty five would generally, to me, start asking you for money.
4: Yeah, because they're grouping it together.
0: Right. So I would tell you to do the individual apps. Just look up Outlook and um, off you know, Word, Excel, and see if they're available yeah. to download. Right,
4: All right, gentlemen. Appreciate it.
0: You're all right. Good luck, David. Take care. Yep, yeah, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. So, I don't know. We've got maybe a minute or so here, maybe 30 seconds. I want to remind you guys, and we'll be doing this through the whole holiday season until uh, December 15th. Um, when we're going to bring, um, all your support over to the holiday store. Uh, so we're hoping you guys will join us in supporting the Salvation Army, um, holiday store this season and help families in need. We have a web link where you can simply make a donation, uh, and you can actually choose the type of donation, which is kind of neat. And then you can or choose a monetary donation and, um, we're hoping to really, uh, Considering how expensive it is here in Connecticut, we really need to raise money for folks in need because there's a lot of need out there. And uh, I mean, we talked, we were, you know, when, when Bob was on the show a few years back, we were talking about how the state legislature started taxing rotisserie chickens at a luxury rate. <laughs> I mean, you go and buy a rotisserie chicken, you have to pay a luxury tax, really. Yeah. Um, it's crazy in this state. And nowadays, that rotisserie chicken probably costs, what, 30% more on top of that. And the tax, of course, is a percentage. And the tax is even higher now, yeah. So, there's lots of people in need, you know, thanks to how how the folks run the state. So, let's try to help them if you can. And we put a link up there for you. You can join us in supporting the Salvation Army and the the WTIC Holiday Store. And, uh, you know, let's show how many folks out there who uh, listen to this program want to help those Folks out there, I want to thank you in advance. So, we're going to stick you around, we're going to be here for another hour. So, John, hang on a little longer out there in Avon. We'll get to your call after the news here. But, four lines open 860 522 9842 is the number. Everything's been posted over at ComputertalkWithTab.com. It'll get there eventually because our website is having the issue, too. <laughs> we'll be right back.